The Grow My Cleaning Company podcast helps owners of cleaning companies just like you grow your company and yourself so you can make more money and finally get the time and money freedom that probably got you into this business. Discover how to automate and create systems that allow you to grow like crazy without losing control. If you dig the show and want to show some love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It really helps. Enjoy the show. What is up, Cleaning Nation? Lindsay B here, back with the amazing Tracy Thompson. And we are always excited to be here, but we have like a theme going um, of like different paradigm shifts that we're helping you to recognize as an entrepreneur, not just as a business owner, but or just as a worker, but as an entrepreneur mindset, that whole stakeholder mindset, shareholder, stakeholder. I guess they're the same thing. Yeah, they are actually. <laughs> yeah. I'm just thinking about steak, apparently. <laughs> you got steak um, on your mind. <laughs> but anyhow, um, in episode, I believe it was episode 856, we talked about why being nice isn't always actually nice. <laughs> quote, <Right>. quote, quote. <laughs> and in this episode, we're going to go into another commonly held belief. And Mariah, if you're out there transcribing this, this one's for you. The title of this one is when working hard is no longer working. Right. So take it away. What does it mean? Oh my goodness. Well, first of all, hello, Clean Nation. We're back. I, um, I've been thinking about this and talking to our, our next level and our millionaire mastermind group, um, members a lot about this recently, and it's really, really hit home. So I wanted to share this insider perspective. Uh, so you have the benefit as well of shifting your mindset to serve you for where you're going next, because frankly, the beliefs, the mindset, the way that we regard business, ourself, got us where we are. Like what, what you think today, the habits, the patterns, all of those beliefs got you where you are today. And that's fantastic. So there's nothing, we're not going to make what you have been doing wrong. So there's nothing wrong with it. It's just not effective for typically for where you're going. So this is going to be a lot about framing where you are, what phase you're in, and what mindset, what paradigm, if you will, um, redefining hard work, for example, working hard, looks like at the level that you want to go, where you want to go. Okay, so I'm going to start by sharing with everyone, Lindsay, what the sort of the three phases of Mm -hmm. business ownership looks like. So when you're in the entrepreneur phase, the entrepreneur mindset uh, is personified basically by the framework or the paradigm of if it's going to be, it's going to be me. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get it done. I'm going to, you know, it's hustle, grind. It's it's put in the long hours. It's hard work. Okay. So we're, we're ready for that when we're in the entrepreneurial launch phase of our business. And it's great because that's what makes you different than every other person who just has a J-O-B and just shows up, clocks in, clocks out, and they're done. It's what it took for you to get where you are now, okay? So again, nothing wrong with that, but hard work is defined in that phase as it's probably, if it's gonna get done, it's probably gonna be me. And that means a lot of hours, a lot of effort, a lot of, you know, all of that, you do everything, okay. So that's the first phase. 
Second phase, and this is a sort of a spectrum even within this phase, is what we call the owner-operator. And the owner-operator phase, that mindset, the mantra is, well, I can't do it alone. That's clear. I can't grow and I can't expand the business alone. So I need to hire people. That doesn't mean I'm not going to work hard. I'm still working hard, but I'm working hard with people. So you're, if you're in this phase, you started hiring, you're, you know, you're clear that in order to grow, you have to have a team, but you're still pretty in it. And likely people are still coming to you for way more than they should. And you're not working on the business as much as you're working in the business still. Okay. So if hard work is defined a little differently now, but you're still pretty in it. Okay. Then we have a third phase, and this is where I believe everybody here who's listening to this podcast out there in Clean Nation wants this third phase. The third phase is the shareholder, the stakeholder, as you were saying. Um, <laughs> you're right. Um, yeah, where you get to eat lots of steak. Uh, <laughs> amazing. You're like, that's not what it means. Uh, <laughs> shareholder. So the shareholder mindset or the paradigm, if a lot of people think that this is a circumstance, that it is a condition that you become, that suddenly you find yourself in one day by Mm. virtue of changing the business. And it's not true. It's actually Mm. backwards. You have to think like a, a shareholder first in order to become the shareholder, to evolve from entrepreneur to owner-operator to, to shareholder. So what does shareholder, what's the difference, right? What does hard work mean? So this is where hard work in the traditional old paradigm of the entrepreneur, for example, doesn't work anymore. You cannot hold on to that paradigm of hard work and be a shareholder. So being a shareholder means... You create jobs for others. You don't do jobs. So you're not creating jobs for yourself. You're creating jobs for others. You ask the question, how do we become more efficient? Not how do we become more productive? Being productive, by the way, just means doing more with the same amount of work Mm. (laughs) or the same amount of time. It's like, how do we cram more into an hour? Where efficiency and shareholders ask, how do we do less and get more? How do we get more output with less input, less effort? So hard work doesn't even have a place in this mindset in the traditional sense. So now you're really, truly starting to run your business as the architect, as the one who is the conductor, right? Um, And if you think about the big companies we all know about, uh, there's big names that we are all familiar with. They're not the ones out there on the showroom floor. They're not in the warehouse. They're not in the supply chain getting in there and doing the work. They're overseeing. They're, They're the true architect. So how do we go from one phase to another, right? Lindsay, it's like, what do we do? How do we move from that? Well, the first is we've got to recognize what our stories are about hard work to begin with. Like when you have something come up in your business, 
let's say you're trying to delegate, right? You're trying to create systems and you're trying to hire a team and, and not do as much. But if in the back of your mind, you're saying, yeah, but I'm the owner and I'm responsible. And if I don't jump in and do it, whatever that fire is, someone, a team called out, something happened, whatever, some crisis happens, and you're always the one that they call. And your mindset is nobody cares like I do. If it's not going to be me, it won't get done um, or won't get done right. It's, you know, I'm responsible. I have to be the one to do it. That's the best owner operator mindset and not shareholder. So first thing is recognizing what stories are you telling yourself about hard work and being in it and your sense of responsibility in terms of it having to be you. Mm. And uh, Lindsay, you and I have talked about this a lot of, of this is where it comes that that trust, you know, you yeah. we hear this a lot. Well, I don't know if I can trust mm -hmm. people to do the same job or care the same way or, you know, be like me. Right. And that holds them back from truly becoming and adopting this shareholder mindset and um, behaving as such. So I, I think I, what would be useful maybe is I'm going to ask you to throw out, uh, Lindsay, we've worked with our people so often. What do you find is a, you know, I've got to work hard in my business example that we see a lot when people first come into the program? Yeah, well, we do see at the initial beginning of, of working with people that there's a common thread that when people are trying to get out of cleaning, mm -hmm. the common thing we'll hear is, but no one does it like me <laughs> or, or my clients won't want anyone else cleaning, but me, like they will just walk away if I'm not the one cleaning. Mm -hmm. Um, that's one that pops up first in my mind. Sure. So the, the version of work hard in this case is, um, also emboldened or, or, in, um, embodied with the stories of backup stories of my clients won't like it. Uh, nobody will do it like me. Nobody cares as much. So do you see how those are support stories in, if it's going to be, it has to be me that keep you from ever going to the shareholder position because as much as you'd like to think that's a team problem, that's a them problem, not me problem. Guess what? That's the place you have to start. You have to shift that mindset first in order for you to effectively attract, hire, train the right people. Right. So this is why, for example, Mike talks so much about core values, starting from core values and really knowing that and owning that. So shareholder, a shareholder would say, this is what we stand for, right? This is who we are. This is our ethos, our culture, our values, our mission. See, that's stakeholder thinking. So if you go right to core values, for mm -hmm. example, and they're yours, then you hire people, you attract people with those core values. See, now that's this shift from, I can't trust other people. It's about them. I can't trust them. They don't care. They're not the, you know, right to wait, I'm going to flip that. 
as a shareholder, I set the tone. I set the the whole culture, the ethos. I'm the leader. And so, of course, I trust my values. I trust my mission. So it's really about developing more self-trust. Believe it or not, it looks on the surface like you have to trust other people. But if you trust yourself more and you tell yourself these these stakeholder, shareholder stories about authority and ownership and authenticity in a new way, you start to be able to shift this non-trust of other people better, easier. It sounds like Tracy, you know, the more we talk about these shifting your mindset and paradigms in these, um, these podcasts, almost like a series we're doing, I guess it's, it's, it's amazing how there's a, there's a couple of common themes. It's first, you have to kind of anticipate, like kind of start before you're ready. Uh, to shift into that new mindset, that new space. And the other common theme I'm seeing is that I think we all do it is we project the issues we have that we can't get to that next level. We project it on the other people like, oh, my clients won't like it if I'm not there or, you know, and it's really just about us getting our stuff together and like our core values and, um, systems together. And that stuff will just kind of take care of it on its own, on its own. Um, don't you think that's kind of like a common, yeah, totally agree with that. That is such a good point. Lindsay It's such a great point. I, it made me think of another one that we hear a lot of, Mm -hmm. and that is, um, I, I feel guilty that my people are working and I'm in the office or I'm, working on the business, but I still feel bad. I feel guilty. Like, like they're going to think I'm lazy or I, you know, there's this interesting shift because they're coming from the entrepreneurial roll up our sleeves. If it's going to be me, if it's going to be, it's going to be me um, mindset. And so they were right there as a worker themselves. And I've heard owners say this, I would never ask, ooh, this is such a killer. <laughs> I would never ask someone to do something I, I wouldn't do myself. And I'm like, man, ooh. that is going to eat your lunch. Oh, that give me an example of what that looks like. Like what situation that happens and you see. So it starts with typically with cleaning, right? Okay. In this context, they would say, well, I'm not going to send somebody out there and do a job that I would never do or that I'm not willing to do, or I'm not ready to do any version of that. What that is, is you're, you're associating yourself as the owner. You're not acting like an owner. You're not thinking like the owner you're associating equally with your workers. And that worker mindset will never get you to shareholder ever. You will never be able to expand and grow and scale while you're still associated with the worker mindset. And so you're over identifying with the workers. So let me take a different, let me, let me give you an example. So now let's say you go, all right, I want to grow. So I need a whole client attraction, a new client attraction funnel. I need Facebook ads. I need, you know, uh, a landing page and I need a form that captures their, you know, I need all of this stuff. Now I've got this mentality 
the entrepreneur that says, I would never ask somebody else to do something that I'm not willing to do myself or I can't do myself. Mm, and what, what do you do? You start trying to learn Facebook ads and then you go. And meanwhile, what's happening to your business? Nothing. That's what's happening, right? Because now you've diverted all your attention away to something you're not good at. You don't really understand. It's hard for you to do. You've got no guidance. You're, you're just kind of stumbling in the dark as an example. And without, without any of that being your wheelhouse, what this mentality of I have to do everything myself instead of delegating it, that could be the thing that keeps you in a loop forever. Can you do it? Sure. With enough, you know, with enough fail and trial and error and, you know, Google and YouTube, you could probably figure it out eventually. But that's a great example of, do you have to be the one that does everything in order to grow your business? Absolutely not. Should yeah. you be doing your own payroll? You know, should you be right? We start and we cringe, right? We're like, oh, no, you know, right. Do you need to be doing all of your bookkeeping forever? You know, when you're small, sure. Entrepreneur, right? But but having that mentality that if if I'm not willing or able to do it, then I shouldn't be delegating it is going to it's going to cripple you in your growth. Yeah, I was just going to add on to that. Like, it, it's, I just want to remind Queenie Nation that it's okay to like have a basic understanding. That, right. is, that is another theme I'm seeing is people come into our nine week program and learn about like Facebook ads and are like, oh my God, I have to know A through Z and everything right. about it, do it perfectly. And I'm always like, or, you know, I, I have to know exactly how, you know, the funnel works. I'm like, just know the basics, like just learn the basics. And then once you get, there'll be a breaking point, I think, where right. you know, it's time to out, um, to outsource the ish, the, the thing, whether it's payroll or pipeline pro or whatever it is. So I just wanted to put that little caveat in there. I see that a lot where people are like, oh, I totally agree. Yeah. And there's a time and a place for every transition. My point is, is that if the mindset doesn't change, then you can never grow beyond your own capabilities. And sure. what a horrible thing that is, because Mike has said this many, many times. He's like, listen, I am fantastic at tactics and strategies and, you know, growing the business from a systems perspective. He's all about that. Like that's his jam. And he's like, but if I had to be the mindset coach or I had to be the high performance coach, like I, yeah, like that's not my thing. He says the same thing about high level marketing. You know, he knows the basics. He knows what needs to go into it, but he's not the one trying to do all of that and, you know, coach and do the, so at some point you're, here's the big takeaway, knowing that the mindset shift has to come first. You have to adopt the next level mindset and paradigm before you try to change the systems. Because if you keep dragging along this idea or this belief that it has to be me first, or I have to do it first, or I have to do the whole thing myself, it's, you're gonna, it's gonna be a killer for you. It'll kill your growth and destroy your ability to scale. So, you know, and the other thing is when you're trying to 
move out of one mindset or paradigm to another, it's very useful to have support for that, to have somebody who's ahead of you, who's done it, a mentor, a guide, someone to help you because it's a habit, right? And you may be a little unconscious of it at times. And it's useful to have, I call it a mirror, to have people that can mirror back to you and go, hey, remember, you're moving towards shareholder. You're not the startup, you know, do it all by yourself entrepreneur that you were when you launched the business. And getting that reflection back, surrounding yourself with community, having mentors, having guides that's so, so important when you're trying to shift out of old thinking into the new version of you as a leader. So I would just say, as this series of paradigm shifts continues, um, how can we support Clean Nation out there, Lindsay? What's the best way for them to get support? I, I feel like by now, a lot of people listening are totally aware of growmycleaningcompany.com. I'm sure a lot of you have checked out our workshop there, a free live on demand training. If you haven't, go check it out. But if you're finally like at the point where you're like, I need a mirror, I need to know, I, I just need to take that next step. I need to get my mindset on that next level. The best thing to do is grow, to go to growmycleaningcompany.com forward slash talk. And then that way you can hop on a call with one of our coaches and start going through that process, start telling someone what your issues are, getting in that mirror to help you understand what you need to do to go to the next step. And I know we have a lot of alumni listening, so I'm just going to call y'all out. Like I, we have such a huge alumni community and Tracy and I have been really just jumping in the Facebook group and shouting out to people and, and spreading these podcasts in there. So if you're an alumni and you're like, this is really hitting home, I need to do something different. You need to talk to Tracy. So email Tracy. It's T-R-A-C-E-Y at growmycleaningcompany.com. That is for people that have been through our program already, our alumni and are like, what do I do now? So yes, there you have it. Cleaning nation, Tracy, last words to take us home today. Just that everything, everything starts with how you think, the stories you tell yourself, the beliefs that you hold on to. And that's fantastic if they're taking you where you want to go. But if you have bigger goals, if you have bigger aspirations, if you have things that you want to accomplish that require you change first then it starts and ends with you. And so this is a, this is an encouragement, not an admonishment. You get to take charge, decide, take action and do it quickly. I will say that's probably the key to it. Get momentum, take that step, get outside your comfort zone, adopt a new way of regarding yourself and your own identity and get help, get support. If it's not us, get, get somebody that is going to be on your side. That's going to help you hold up that mirror. Okay. Oof. Couldn't have said it any better. Thank you so much, Tracy. Cleaning Nation, we will catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast and you made it. Great job. Uh, I've got a little bonus for you before for sticking through with me, but like I mentioned before, if you got value out of this podcast and you want to show a little love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the heck you're listening to this thing, share it with a friend, share the love. And as a special thank you for those of you that stuck with me to the end, how about I give you my personal phone number so we can text? It's a great way for me to get to know you, your 
business, your goals personally. So shoot me a text now, 602-932-6431. 602-932-6431. I am the only one who responds to these texts, and I will personally respond to everyone I possibly can as long as uh, this number is man. I uh, don't know how long we're going to keep this at the end of the podcast, so grab it now, 602-932-6431. Give me a text, say hey, can't wait to meet you.